Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene. If you would like to support God TV Radio, hosted by myself and Justin Keene, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our t-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. Every Friday at 7 p.m. Central, we do a live show. Everyone is welcome. There is always a link in the public description. You can go to the front of my YouTube channel and schedule it by clicking the reminder button. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio. Don't forget, Friday, 7 p.m., I'll be doing a live show. Link is already in the description. People can go in at any time into the interface and wait for me if you want. So today we're going to talk about a video done by Matt Powell. Matt Powell, as well as Kent Hovind, they've talked repeatedly about the story of the flood in the Bible. Well, I'm going to also give some reasons and justifications on why it is that a worldwide flood actually happened. First of all, if we, a lot of atheists, they ask the question, uh, Brett, if this happened, then where did all this water come from? Well, first of all, according to science, and there's just a five-second Google search will take you to this, first of all, our planet is considered a water planet. This means that 80% of our planet is water. 80% of it. And that's just talking about the surface, ladies and gentlemen. According to science, we have just within 400 miles below our feet. There's enough water inside the earth to fill the oceans three to four times over. All right. Now, the question also is, how long did Noah uh, ride upon the ark with the animals? Noah entered the ark in his 600th year, and on the 17th day of the second month of that year, the fountains of the great deep burst apart, and the floodgates of heaven broke open, and rain fell for 40 days and 40 nights, until the highest mountains were covered to a depth of 15 cubits, and all earth-based. Now, some people out there, you may argue questions like, uh, is it possible that Noah actually lived that long? Most people already realize that the earth was a lot different than ancient times. We didn't have all the pollutions and in the industry that we have now. So if a person isn't completely conflicted with pollution and poisons in the air all the time, and you're eating a lot more healthier, then you should suspect that people could live longer. In fact, some of the ages of animals are pretty shocking on how uh, old some of the uh, older animals back then actually existed, and some animals even today. The other thing that we want to talk about is this. A lot of atheists say, well, it's impossible if you were to uh, compare the time of what it would take for it to rain on the earth that it would take a lot more than that in order to be able to flood the earth of rain. Well, the Bible makes it very clear that the earth beneath us actually opened up, it quaked, and that water actually sprung forth out of the earth itself. 
So it wasn't just a matter of rain. There was also water coming out of the land itself that helped uh, flood the earth. Bill Nye, who is considered an atheist, who debated uh, Mr. Ham a long time ago, he failed to mention during the actual show that it is very easy to be able to flood the entire world. Like, for instance, if the ice caps were to melt, we would have water that would be so high, there would be so much weather issues and pressure that the water could actually meet the top of skyscrapers. So I do not understand where it is that atheists think that it's not possible for the water to get this high. This is one of the reasons why it is that we're so concerned about greenhouse and ice caps and all this and the melting of the ice because a lot of that makes up a great deal of portion of water on the surface. If that were to melt, we would literally revisit the flood ourselves in modern day. And then people are asking questions like, and it's non-believers, they say, yeah, but you believe a man and his family and a, you know, a group of people managed to actually build a boat? Well, of course. Why not? People do that all the time. People used to do that all the time back in ancient times. In ancient times, they managed to build pyramids. They built all kinds of canopies and structures and all this. We can clearly see that if we do any exploration of history or look in the ancient times of Egypt or any of these areas, mankind was a hell of a lot more technological than we give them credit for. Building a, a damn boat is not a, not a big thing for people back then. They had a lot of time on their hands. They could do anything that they wanted. And of course, if you were to, and I haven't even added the supernatural element to it as well. <clears throat> if you were to presuppose that God is actually involved in the process, then of course we can believe that with a supernatural entity who has power, not magic. A lot of atheists don't know what the difference between power and energy is and that of the concept of David Copperfield, illusion of hand kind of thing, or however... It is not magical for there to be floods. We've had floods even during our lifetime. So we know that that's something that is a given. We also know that people do build boats. That's a given. Animals getting on a boat, not a problem there. It's not an issue whatsoever. Okay, the atheist might ask, well, where did all the shit go and the feces and the urine and all this? Well, there are people who put animals on boats even nowadays in our modern times, and they simply use shovels as well as instruments and sometimes put hatches on boats where they throw it out. And if they don't do that, they can just simply put the stuff in boxes or wooden frames and then bring it up to the top and dump it over the side of the, uh, the ship. That's how you get rid of it. I mean, seriously, ladies and gentlemen, you do realize that people do ride on boats. And before there was major plumbing and before we actually got the major technology, this is how farmers and fishermen used to do things. They would go to the bathroom while on the boat and then simply throw it adrift. That's how it works. So I'm not exactly sure what the issue is. It doesn't state that Noah was out there on the water for an extremely long time. So where did the water go? Well, the earth opened up. 
Uh, the water would have receded. It would have went back into the earth, back in where the furrows of the earth is, where all this is. Which explains why it is, if we were to do any kind of study of whale graveyards or any of this kind of stuff, we can see that there are places in the desert where we can actually find the bones of dead whales. We can find them on the top of mountains along with fossils of other fish. And uh, it just goes on and on and on, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't see what the issue is, especially from people who believe that they evolved from rocks, people who believe that, you know, somehow they got here from nothing. I've heard uh, countless atheists say, so you believe in the resurrection of some Jewish guy who died a long time ago and came to life three days later? Yeah, but you guys are the same people who believe that every life on earth came into existence via magic, just out of nothing. So, I mean, make up your mind. I'm simply saying one guy got up <laughs> and a few people that the same guy ended up healing and uh, bringing back from the dead. And you're telling me out of nothingness, uh, somehow people materialized and came to life without any kind of assistance or guidance or goal-oriented uh, success. So, yeah, that's kind of odd. I also want to include something else. I find it strange that Charles Darwin himself, I actually put a video up of him recently. Charles Darwin believed that evolution was goal-oriented, that it actually had a process that uh, was planned and required God in order to work. So being that Charles Darwin believed this, and now there are some atheists who are working in the Department of Evolution or in the field of science of evolution, um, it doesn't really matter if their opinion is God wasn't behind it or not. The guy who originally founded it actually believed that God was required for any of these systems and overlays to actually work. I don't really know what else to say. It just seems like non-believers are being argumentative uh, whenever they argue about the flood. Well, I mean, we've got so much historical evidence and so much writings about floods that have happened, giant ones, smaller ones. And even if someone didn't like the idea that the whole world flooded over, to a biblical writer or to a primitive man, looking out over the bow of a damn boat, it may very well appear as though the entire world is being flooded. It wouldn't be as if the person was lying if they truly believed the entire world was flooded. I go, obviously, with what the Bible says. It says the entire world was flooded. But one could actually suggest that it was just in a very large regional area. But then there's a problem with that. You see, even if I were to go along with the atheist or the skeptic on there that it was just a regional flood, this doesn't explain why it is that there's so many fossils that are found on mountains and deserts and all these dated at exactly the same time that the flood would have happened. So the atheist finds himself in a pretty complicated place because we do have scientific method as well as tools to be able to date certain things whether you believe in them or not. And all of these things, no matter what mountain you look on or whatever hill or cliff or crevice or wherever plate tectonics uh, took forth, the creatures all seem to match the same age as if some kind of cataclysm happened. The atheist isn't able to put two and two together, though. They think some kind of giant meteorite hit the earth, and that's what caused a bunch of creatures to die. 
Well, the problem with that, ladies and gentlemen, is that we don't we don't have like some kind of place that we can go to where we can uh, say, oh, that's the meteorite that did that or the comet or the asteroid. And I know somebody could probably suggest, yeah, but Brett, maybe the meteorite hit the fucking ocean or something. It hit the ocean and the remnants are probably underwater. Well, sir or ma'am, whoever's given me that argument why couldn't have God actually used uh, a giant meteorite to hit the ocean and then cause the earth to crack open and then all this crazy ass water fill out? Can't you put two and two together? Is the common sense simply not there? Yeah, if a comet hit the earth during the time of Noah, this would have broke open the earth. This would have caused water to shoot everywhere. We would have had giant tidal waves and everything that you've ever seen in any of these apocalyptic movies you've ever seen happen. So yeah, the flood story is perfectly rational and logical. Even if you didn't add elements of supernatural to it or you know, took out the parts where God is actually supernaturally assisting Noah, something like this event could actually happen even with a naturalistic explanation. So why atheists even bother to try to piss all over the idea of the flood? I don't know. We live on a planet that's 80% water. And before I end this video, I want to tell you all something else as well. Did you know that there are other planets out there that, according to the pictures and the imagery, we have other, um, what is it called, Goldilocks planets as well as water planets out there that have even more water than what we have. We theorize that the water might be poisonous or not habitable or things like that, but we don't have the technology to be able to see forth. It is also theorized that long ago, Mars may have flooded and then the water receded and then we got more of a desert kind of plain ashy type of planet so hell not only did earth suffer a flood but we've also got this we've got mars and other worlds out there ladies and gentlemen so the only way, thing i can think of when i'm listening non-believers make these dumbass arguments is that you haven't read science um you apparently one you've never read the bible You've been listening to too much of Aaron Ra's bullshit. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He goes to Wikipedia and reads his crap off on a, on a machine and everything, pretending as though he actually knows what he's talking about. Anyone can narrate. Uh, you've been looking at cartoons too long, but you didn't study the science. You didn't do the research on the geography, and you sure as hell didn't get around to ever reading the Bible. I want to finish the video out with this. Matt Powell, Kentoven, I love your videos. I think they're incredible. I am still challenged by the age of the earth, though. I wouldn't uh, come close to being called a young earth creationist. I still have my challenges whenever it uh, comes to some events in the Bible, but the flood is not one of them. And I think that you guys have done an excellent job of uh, tearing all these arguments down. I just figured I'd throw... Uh, my hat into the game just a little bit just for a little bit god bless
We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.